0: Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I want to ask you a question. Why did you start a direct sales business? One of the biggest reasons people start a direct sales or network marketing business is because they want freedom, financial freedom, flexibility, freedom from the stress of a nine to five, freedom. The problem is sometimes growing your direct sales business to that point can be overwhelming, confusing, and sometimes downright hard and I want to help. That's why I'm hosting a free two-day virtual event for direct sellers coming up on March 3rd and 4th. I've invited seven industry leaders and influencers to come and share their wisdom and knowledge with you so that you can get the tools you need to create the freedom you want. Topics that will be covered are mindset, systems creation, copywriting, growing a team, content creation, building a community, and so much more. Plus, there'll be live coaching, dance parties, and so much more. Think about it. What would having freedom in your life mean for you? Maybe no more stress when it comes to money, freedom to make your own schedule, the ability to travel and connect with family and friends whenever you want, burdens lifted. The list goes on. All you have to do to join me for this free virtual event is go to rachelaperry.com forward slash freedom to claim your free seat. Again, all you have to do is go to rachelaperry.com forward slash freedom. I simply can't wait to see you there. Now let's get to this week's episode. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. It is our weekly coaching episode. And I'm so excited because this week's guest is none other than Becky Yarbrough. She is a rep with Pampered Chef. She's also one of my one-on-one coaching clients, plus she's in Wealth and Worth and the Leadership Academy. So Becky gets a lot of Rachel in her life these days. (laughs) Becky, (laughs) welcome to the podcast. Hey, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm so excited to have this conversation. So tell me this, how How long have you been with Pampered Chef? And you are a leader in
1: Pampered Chef, but, but how long have you been in the biz? I've been with Pampered Chef a little over four and a half years. I got okay. started right when the boys were a little over um, almost two years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even give
0: you a heads up about this before we started, but I really would love for you to give like a quick, okay. So what I love about Becky's story is that Becky, she's a Pampered Chef consultant leader, but she's been down this journey, okay, that Pampered Chef has really helped her with. And I would love for you to sort of give us a really quick version of like how your life has changed while being part of, you know, while running a new business, like running a business, building a business? What, what has it helped you do? And what's that big, huge thing that happened at the end of 2020 for you guys?
1: <laughs> well, um, it wasn't too long after uh, my two and a half year anniversary with Pampered Chef that I noticed things weren't quite right here at home. And I've always used Pampered Chef just as a hobby. And um, I remember us, it was our 12th year anniversary. My kids were gone to the grandparents' house. And I remember sitting down um, outside on a swing. And I remember my husband just getting really quiet. And he shared with me that he was just overwhelmed. He was just Tired of handling all the finances by himself. That he was tired of doing it alone. And guys, communication in a relationship Mm -hmm. is huge. And our number one fight in most marriages is about money. Mm -hmm. I knew that we were struggling. Uh, We were struggling just to put groceries in our refrigerator. And as a mama, that's something that just, it tears at my heart. Mm -hmm. And we just, I knew at that moment that I needed to do something to help the family income. And luckily I had Pampered Chef already in place and I just picked it up and ran with it because as before, it was just a hobby. You know, just right. being able to have some fun money for me and the kids to do whatever. I picked it up. I ran with it. I worked it like I was supposed to. And within two and a half months, we stopped the letters coming in the mail and we have yet to miss a payment.
0: That's amazing.
1: You guys pulled yourself up out of debt and you are debt free aside from the
0: house now, Right.
1: Yeah. So within two years and seven months, we paid off $65,000 in debt Mm. and we're debt-free minus the house.
0: You know what just occurred to me, Becky, and I hope you don't mind me going in this direction, but December 31st is when you paid off your debt. And that's what has been your goal, right? For your business. Like this is, this is the direction you've been going in. And now it's done. I mean, you have the house, but now you don't have that focus anymore. Right. Has that had any impact on your
1: business? Absolutely. I feel like it's a story that many families struggle with and not a lot of people talk about because they want us to see just the cover of the book mm-hmm. and not what's actually going on behind the four walls. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of people out there that are just private and doesn't want to talk about it. And I feel like that this is my story that I want to tell everybody that, hey, I've been there. I know the struggles. And here's how you can, here's some tips and ways to work around those obstacles that come in your life through your debt freedom journey.
0: Yeah. And gosh, have you learned a lot, right? Like who you are as a person, you've evolved so much through that. So how is business now? How How is business going for you now that you've kind of paid off that debt and you're like, okay,
1: next? It's How's it going? It's going great.
0: That's I awesome. I feel like
1: that because of my story, because of my struggle, that I'm able to inspire and empower mm-hmm. others to do the same thing through their lack of better words, their side hustle, whether it be tempered chef, whether it be color street, whether it be Epicure.
0: Yeah. Now
1: that's a story that is an opportunity to pick up something that is already in place in your family, in your life and uh, attack, snowball that
0: debt. Yeah and that is the beauty isn't it of having this side hustle like you said for lack of a better word that you have this potential and i was just talking to someone else today doing a a coaching um, call, and it's just we have this opportunity as direct. Like you have this affiliate income, you have this income, you have this opportunity to make this business what you want. And sometimes you might not need it, and then other times you might. And so that's that's the beauty of having a direct sales network marketing business. So Becky, what would you like coaching around today? Is there an area of your business that you want to talk about? Get some insight on what's going on. Leadership.
1: Yeah. Just how. Just how through this whole process that it can cause you to really power through and just see it, it can just transform you. Right. Right. And just how others can have that same mindset as well.
0: Yeah. So leadership is definitely an area that I think a lot of of leaders are really not even like. I think a leader is, a, is someone who has those, the desire to grow, right? So if you have a desire to have a team and you don't have a team, I think you can still consider yourself a leader. I certainly felt like I was a leader before I actually had a downline. But I think for those of you who are listening, who do have an organization, don't have an organization, have a small one, you want not want whatever it is, let's talk about leadership because that is definitely an area... That so many leaders, no matter what level you're on, find it to be a challenge. So you're a leader, Becky. So what about leadership do you find to be the biggest struggle? Action.
1: You taking action
0: or them taking your team, taking action?
1: Me, my team, because I can speak it all day long. But if I don't take action, they're not going to follow I mean, you lay down the steps that they need to follow to walk as a leader. Yeah. If I'm not taking action, they're not going to follow suit.
0: Right. So true. So true. So what do you think it is that stops you from taking action sometimes?
1: Even though I've been in this business four and a half years, I still feel like I'm not the leader that I need to be.
0: Mm Yeah.
1: Yeah. And because I see others that are a further along in their journey and I have to take a step back and I have to remind myself, okay, Becky, put those blinders on because they're further ahead in their growth than what you are
0: mm. I'm, so I'm, in your own race.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> put the <laughs> blinders
0: on. And you know, that brings up a really good point because That is oftentimes what gets in our way when we are growing our business, when we are growing our team is comparison, comparing ourselves Mm -hmm. to others and seeing what others are doing. And when other people are ranking up or other people are reaching different leadership levels or other people are earning trips and things like that, it's so easy to get in our heads about it. And then when we get in our heads about it, what happens? Nothing. Right. Because we get in our head so much. So I think that's definitely as a leader and that's so wise, Becky is like identifying and knowing when you have to put those blinders on and when you need to stop looking. And you guys, I, I just shared this, I think on Instagram. Oh, I don't even know when it's important. I just stopped following certain people on social media, not because I don't like them, but because for some reason, whatever it is, when I see them post and when I see them share things, I, I, it triggers me into that comparison sort of mindset and that's not okay. And, And the thing is with social media especially right like we don't know how much of it yeah. is true and i'm not saying that there are liars out there although there are but you know we see highlight reels and then we take that highlight reel and we create the whole story in our heads and that that whole story often becomes this uh you know perfect story where they had no struggles at all and everything just came so easily to them but it doesn't to us and that is definitely an area that we as leaders need to recognize so that we can shut that down. So for sure, the comparison, because then you don't take action because you get in your head about it, right? And then your team looks at you and they're like, well, what? Now I do want to say this, just because you're in leadership doesn't mean that you are automatically now you're held to this. Well, you are held to a higher standard, but it doesn't mean that you can't struggle. It doesn't mean that you can't have Triggers. It doesn't mean that you can't have hiccups along the way, right? Because you're going to. That's what makes you human. That's what makes your business even stronger. And they need to see that. They need to see you struggle through things and acknowledge that you're doing something and keep going forward. So, what do you do, Becky, in a situation or what do you find yourself doing? Like you put the blinders on, does that help um, enough that you're then able to take action or do you have to do other things as well?
1: Yeah, I just put the blinders on. And what I mean by that is I just shut off all social media and I just get back to the basics of what I need to do to make my personal business strong. Because it's kind of like this whole thing that I had an epiphany this morning about racehorses. Okay, you've got this cluster, these fast moving racehorses, and they all wear blinders. What would happen if we took those blinders off? They would be looking left and right, and that would cause them to slow down. Not even to mention, it could even cause a crash. Could you imagine the injured horses, the injured jockeys? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the same concept as if I am the racehorse, and if I don't put my blinders on, I am going to start looking left and right, and I'm going to cause the whole team to stumble and fall.
0: 100%. There's another analogy that I saw recently on Instagram. A friend posted it. It was of two swimmers, and one guy was looking, they were racing, obviously, and one guy was looking over. And it said basically along the lines of the moment you look to see what your neighbor is doing, You've lost the race. Lost. Yep. So it's true. Like when you look to see what your competitor is doing, it's okay to see what other people are doing. What's not okay is when you, if it, it's causing you to lose focus of where you're going. And as leaders, as leaders, you've got to recognize that and be able to put those blinders on. Be that race horse. Put those blinders on and just. And because the horses, they know where they're going. Their goal is to finish. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know anything about racehorsing or ho- racehorsing. <laughs> racehorsing. <I> mean,
1: <laughs> they turn them loose. and racing. Get to their, yeah. You know, their right. like, the finish line is like, Ooh, I can rest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: And that's what they're doing. And. And it's just, that's what you need to do. And as a leader, you need to teach your team as well to figure out where are they going and don't get distracted because the distractions will come up. It's part of life. It's yeah. part of life. And you just have to put those blinders on when you feel them coming and, um, and focus. So I love that, Becky. I love that. What else do you think is another struggle when it comes to leadership?
1: Knowing if it's the right direction. That mm-hmm. I should take
0: mm-hmm. in
1: my journey through, you know, through Pampered Chef, through, you know, just knowing if it's the right step. And I right. guess it's, we don't know because we're not taking action. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's that big one, taking action. And I think it's just a fear of failure, fear of doing it wrong, oh, yeah. doing it upside down, doing it, right. you know, left when we should have gone right, you know.
0: That's really, really true. I think, and it's funny because I just was talking to someone else today about fear of failure and there's, there's, there's a real fear of failure. There is fear of success. And there's also that fear of, well, not even the fear. We just get in our own way sometime, right? Like we're like, you know, because I'm afraid really what's happening is because you're afraid of the success or because you're afraid of not doing it right, or because you're afraid of, you know, messing up along the way. We tend to get in our own way, and we would stay. It's almost like we stand in front of ourselves and we're like, No, you're not getting by. Like, because what if you mess up? What if you make a mistake? What if you're not a good leader? Like, what's going to happen? And the, the reality of it is that it doesn't matter. What matters is that you take action and you grow, you commit to personal growth. Because when you grow personally, right? When you grow internally, then you're a better. You're a better leader, period. End of story. It's just really important to take that, make that commitment to growing, which, Becky, you are doing by like leaps and bounds, just growing in, in yourself and where you're meant to become. Because when we make that commitment to ourselves, and leaders have got to do this, and I think you would agree, you've got to make that commitment to growing personally and growing as a leader, because leadership is a process in itself. It's, it's knowing, um, who we are and how to lead other people. And here's what I want to say as well, you guys and Becky, it's okay to do it in a messy way. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to just do it just so messy because at least you're doing it right. Like taking that leap of faith, which Becky, you have done over, I've seen you, consistently getting uncomfortable, like taking that step out of your comfort zone, then taking another one and taking another one and taking another one. And that's why I think that you are where you are right now in your business and in your life is because you are pushing yourself to get uncomfortable and you do the work, you do the internal work. And I think that is probably the most important thing you can do as a leader is to push yourself to get uncomfortable, push yourself to learn Push yourself to do the internal work because then you pass that down to other people, right? Like, if I hadn't had the experiences I had, I wouldn't be the coach that I am today. Right. Because I've learned everything through my experience, through my messy, messy middle, right? And it's been so messy at times. Like, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes, but I do it anyway, and it makes sense in the end. So, I think when it comes to being a leader, taking action like you said is probably the most important thing committing to getting uncomfortable committing to that to doing that that taking that journey of of personal growth and like keeping those blinders on don't don't get distracted by the competition becky when it comes to leading your team because i know you you have a pretty significant team what do you find that your team struggles with
1: belief yeah belief in themselves. Because as a leader, I've been through everything that they're going through and I believe that they're only going to get stronger. And I believe that they're going to get further along in their business. They are going to reach those goals. It may take them longer. It may take them shorter to get there, but they're still going to get there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that too is like, you've got to believe in them. And sometimes, Like sometimes you're you're gonna have team members that don't believe in themselves, that just really don't believe in themselves. And you as a leader have to believe in yourself enough to help them figure out their beliefs in their because here's the thing, people bring all these limiting beliefs to the table, right? Like we all have limiting beliefs that we bring to the table. It's what you do with them that makes a difference. Like, are you just going to be like, oh my gosh, hey, limiting belief, let me get you comfortable. Like, let me make a bed for you. Like, here's your teddy bear. Like, get real quick. Right. Or are you like, nope, you don't belong in this place. Let's reframe that limiting belief. And you as a leader have to teach your team how to do that. It's, I mean, when you're in leadership, I mean, it's a responsibility. Yeah. It's a responsibility. And I think sometimes leaders become leaders without necessarily knowing how to do it, which is also totally normal. If you're listening right now and you're like, that's me, I'm a leader and I didn't mean to become a leader and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter as long as you're committing to yourself now and committing to learning how to become a leader. That's what's important, right? But you have to take that step. You have to do the, to the, like, wouldn't you say Becky that the Leadership Academy, just having those conversations with other leaders of direct sales companies, that has been so eye-opening and helpful. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Just to surround myself with other women that um, can give um, encouraging words or ideas, or we can just talk about leadership and what it means and how we've struggled. And it just empowers me to say, Mm -hmm. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, just say it was just, it's been a blessing to
0: me. It really has.
1: And I think that's important as a leader. You have
0: to surround yourself with like-minded people. So the conversation that you're going to have as a leader is going to be different than if the conversation that you have when you're just growing your business. And so it's important for you to find that space, find those other leaders, find a space where you can get coached and get some growth and things like that so that you can become a stronger leader. Becky, if you were to give, and I, I know this is sort of turned into like a... Like what kind of advice would you give? Because you are a leader. And I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast are want to become leaders. And if they are leaders, they want to become bigger leaders. What advice would you give to someone who is growing their business and wants to become a leader?
1: I think one of the biggest things um, that I would suggest is to continue to do the personal growth Mm -hmm. and to practice and to because. Your confidence and becoming a um, more influential leader only comes when you exercise that muscle. Because if you don't exercise that muscle and continue to strengthen that growth, then atrophy happens. Yeah, you lose that oh, momentum. That's such a good word. You lose that strength. That confidence. And what happens is if you decide to re-strengthen your confidence again and try to go for that that next level in your business, you're going to have to go through all of that other personal growth. Again, thankfully, we have muscle memory, right? And it might take us a little bit shorter, but we're still going to have to go back through all that personal growth. So just keep doing the work keep exercising that muscle.
0: Oh my gosh, Becky, that was so good. And that's why you're a leader, my friend. You're very yeah. wise and oh, I love you. So, so, okay. The listeners who have been, have been a part of this um, episode today, some are going to be like, I want to know more about how you got rid of debt. Cause I've got debt myself. Some are going to be like, I want to know more about who Becky is. Some are going to be like, I just want to know about Pamper Chef because I really want an air fryer. Where can people find you?
1: They can find me over on Instagram at underscore Becky Yarbrough, table talk with Becky. I love um, it. Where else? Where <laughs> else? Is there not? were you going to say something else? Facebook page, um, you know, Becky Yarbrough. Okay, Becky and,
0: and we're going to spell it in the notes, but it is, Becky, will you spell it? Because I'm going to try and spell it and I'll probably botch it, but spell <laughs> the last name, would you?
1: Yes, last name is Yarbrough, Y-A-R-B-R-O-U-G-H. Yep. I would have messed that up. Um,
0: so definitely go check her out. She is showing up on her IG. Like, I'm just so proud of you, Becky. And I am honored that you are a part of my life as a coaching student, but also like part of, it's just, I love, I love working with you and i I love seeing the growth that I've seen and I can't wait to see you grow more. Thank you for being a part of this podcast episode Thank today. Thank you for having me. Um, let's do this again. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs>